0: Welcome back to the GP Productions podcast. Okay, welcome back to the show and I've got a special guest today. It's Brian from Bullet to the Heart. How are you doing today, man?
1: I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself?
0: Doing good. I've a little bit of a cold and I know you're on your lunch break, so this is kind of going to be a brief visit <laughs> for us too, but uh look, to get started then, just tell me about the band and how you guys formed and just your own kind of journey into it like
1: yeah. So, uh, this happened about six years ago. Uh, we were on the same bill. Uh, I was doing my own stuff, like a solo project with backtracks. Yeah. And, uh, after my set, uh, Audrey approached me, the, our singer, and she said, Hey, we like your stuff. Our guitarist is quitting tonight, and our bassist. So we were wondering if you want to be in our band. And then, uh, I said, well, let me see how you guys sound first. Um, uh, then I listened to their set, they were headlining and, uh, you know, went from there. Yeah.
0: And like I listened to the latest single and we're going to play a clip of it in a few minutes. But uh, what's the influences of the band? Because I'm assuming like there's a lot of different things going on. Do you all you all you guys have different influences? I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, we all have uh, some different vibes of what we like. Um I like um, I was really into Lincoln Park. Three Days Grey, System of a Down, Slipknot, Growing Up. Um I know Audrey like some other bands we all like a lot of the same bands but then there's like certain bands like audrey really likes nickelback uh tom really likes some like the pop punk like I day to remember stuff draven loves like five finger death punch you know so we've all got a, a lot of different influences and aside from rock and metal i listen to a lot of other genres like hip-hop uh you know electronic music and all kinds of stuff yeah
0: so if you guys go into the studio how does it work with all those different things going on with all of you guys
1: So there's a couple of ways that the songwriting process starts. Uh, One way is uh, we'll be jamming at practice, and then I'll just kind of start playing a riff, and then Draven will start playing drums to it. And sometimes songs get written spontaneously like that. Uh, That's how, like, Torture Pleasure um, was written. It was kind of like that, just jamming. Another way is uh, if I'm playing by myself, you know, I'll come up with something, and then I'll open up my DAW, and then I'll kind of structure out songs. I get a lot of ideas for a lot of different stuff. So I'll, you know, I got hundreds of riffs in my computer. And then, you know, I'll, I'll show some of them to the band. And if uh, they like them, then we'll try to workshop that into a song. Usually it's uh, Draven and I will sit in front of the computer and, you know, work stuff out and try to get a structure together. Then at that point, we'll show it to Audrey, see if uh, she likes it. And then, you know, if we're all vibing with it, then, you know, We'll workshop it a bit more she'll come up with some lyrics and then you know we'll start tracking it and then uh and then it'll start coming to fruition and uh you know there's been times where i've tracked it and then we've sent it to get mixed and mastered uh we've also uh this uh upcoming this single and our upcoming ep was all recorded by uh we got the wonderful opportunity to work with justin from miss may I. so he was involved with that process too we ended up writing eight songs for this EP. Only uh, five of them made it. But, uh, you know, we'd send stuff back and forth. And, uh, you know, that uh, that's kind of how we cultivated this most recent uh, release. Uh, so then we went out to Ohio to record uh, after we got the demos worked on.
0: Yeah. So everyone kind of has an input um, just quickly on... The, where you guys were, say pre-pandemic, and to where you are now, and how much did that kind of set back your process?
1: Um, yeah, before the pandemic, I believe yeah, we had two albums out at that point, and then when the pandemic hit in, you know, we were just stuck in our rooms. So, uh, you know, luckily at the time, you know, I, I in my room, I had you know my kind of home studio, so we just spent a lot of time just writing songs. You know, and we spent like a year, year and a half coming up with songs. Must have had like 20 or 25 song ideas. And then uh, we put the best of those into uh, an album that uh, Transcendence, which is our last album that was released. Uh, So we used that time the best that we could. Obviously, we couldn't play shows. So that was kind of unfortunate. Uh, But we made best with what we could do. So we just focused on writing a lot. Um, And then after the pandemic, uh, was starting to settle down a bit. Uh, like I said, we got the opportunity to work with Justin, uh, from, uh, Miss May I, he works at rephrase, uh, studios. And, uh, that definitely was, uh, a very good, uh, place to step off to. So we, uh, I think we've come out of it, uh, stronger than before. Uh, yeah. I know a lot of bands didn't make it through, uh, COVID. Uh, so I'm yeah. just very grateful that one, we were able to, you know, keep moving forward and, uh,
0: yeah, We're going to have a look at the latest single now, Black Widow, and just a little clip of it here now I'm going to play for people. this was me then you start to Yeah man the the quality of that sound there is incredible
1: yeah i really got it. i really got a hand it justin uh he, he has a very uh particular process about how he does things but i definitely learned a lot and uh he had really good equipment and uh he just really knows what he's doing and uh it was a very much a pleasure to work with him and uh i really love the results i remember when he was sending mixes out i was like this is just the mix it's not mastered you know <laughs> yeah
0: the uh what's the response been like from that latest single then uh
1: i feel like people have been liking it a lot it's been doing fairly well on spotify and youtube um i think we're around twenty thousand streams on spotify now and uh from what people have told us uh, everyone really seems to like it and uh it's pretty much all i could uh all i could hope for yeah
0: and then plans going forward let's talk about the ep what's the story with that when is it going to be out
1: so we're going to be releasing a couple more singles off of it. Uh, I think next month we're going to be releasing another single and then maybe uh, a month or two after that another one and then we're going to kind of package that together um, after after that probably early next year. Um, if my memory serves me right. Yeah.
0: And is that going to coincide with a, with a tour or are you guys gigging much at the moment?
1: Uh, we would like to. Uh, we're kind of, uh, you know, browsing right now to see what would be uh a good opportunities um but we would like to yeah we're just looking for the right one you know
0: yeah yeah so have have you guys played any shows recently
1: uh yes but my memory is terrible um yeah i'm trying to remember the last show that we played uh my memory is uh, we played recently i just can't remember the specific show uh but we do have a couple of shows coming up uh october 1st and october 8th we have a show and as well uh i think a week or two after that like the 16th or something like that
0: yeah and in terms of you guys going to play a set um is it all originals do you guys throw in a few covers a lot of bands like to throw in covers now even like the most famous of bands you go to see now everyone throws in a cover or two is that something you guys do
1: uh, we used to. We used to play uh, Killing in the Name of Rage Against the Machine, uh. Michael but Robert that was the only one we did. We typically just play our own stuff. But uh, you know, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, we're we're actually uh, for our Patreon, we we kind of do covers that are like exclusive for Patreon. So mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe one day we'll throw in one of those on a, on a live set, or maybe release another one.
0: Yeah, I was actually just going to finish up then on the Patreon because I've seen it on your YouTube channel. Do you want to tell people what's available on the Patreon for the certain tiers, etc.?
1: Yeah, um, so our Patreon has three tiers. We have a $3 tier, a $7 tier, and a $20 tier. Um, The $3 tier, you kind of just get updates uh, and stuff like that. Uh, The $7 tier, you get more stuff. uh, like uh, We have an exclusive cooking show called Skillet to the Heart. Um, that we love because we cook every Tuesday. So then sometimes we'll record it. Um, And then uh, the $20 tier, you get to work with us uh, in a sense. You know, you can, if you like, hey, I want you guys to cover this song or, hey, here are some ideas we have for some lyrics. Um, And then I believe the $3 tier also has uh, like playthroughs. um, And uh, that's not everything in each of the tiers, but just a little bit from each of them to kind of talk about
0: them a bit yeah and then just to, to wrap up then like the patreon i know a lot of bands even here in ireland that are on patreon and it's uh it's a way of the fans keeping bands alive due to things like we touched on them there youtube and spotify and the the old monetary system is not in favor of independent artists really and artists in general so it's important for people to support you guys in whatever way they can whether that be through patreon or whether that be coming to a live show and that's that's pretty much the most important thing to keep independent music alive i think
1: yeah it's a very helpful tool um i know myself i uh there's some content creators out there that uh i want to support and i'm on their patreons um you know whether it's a dollar or like five dollars a month whatever whatever you whatever you have and are willing to give uh you know it really helps
0: yeah yeah listen man i know you need to go back to work when that ep maybe is going to drop we might do a, a slightly longer show yep
1: yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, so th- just as far as timing, Audrey's at work. Uh, uh, my job's a little bit more flexible. I travel a lot. Uh, yeah. Draven's in uh, at Louder Than Life. And uh, uh, Tom, he's, uh, he's teaching at a school. So I was the only one available. Uh, if I didn't have an emergency to attend to, um, not emergency, but if I didn't have stuff to attend to, Uh, I would have liked to have stayed longer, but yeah, I do have to, I have to go fix stuff because I'm an IT guy.
0: (laughs) Cool, man. Enjoyed the chat. Best of luck with everything. Um, If you need anything, just get, just send me over an email. Okay.
1: Likewise, man. It was a pleasure.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much.